Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. And I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. And this is Jordan, Jesse, go! This week, someone gets intimate with Jordan. We get a telephone call from the ladies' room of a United States postal facility and much, much more. Let's go. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Welcome, Jordan. <laughs> it's good to be here. Yeah, it's always it's always oh, a pleasure you. to have Thanks you, Jordan. Thanks for warm welcome, Jesse. No problem. It's I thought you might want a warm welcome, given that we're in a mad scientist's laboratory. Yeah, yeah. But thanks. I mean, I've basically forgotten all about the uh, horrible atrocities against God that are going on all around us. Sure. Because I mean, of that warm welcome. I knew that electricity was amazing, but I didn't know that it could do that. Yeah, right? You know what I mean? To a penis. <laughs> yeah. Through a suction cup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who who had any idea, honestly? Certainly not I, no, sir. No. Yeah. Certainly not mm-hmm. I. This is a, truly the work of a deranged mind. This is a time of transition here in Los Angeles, Jordan. Hmm. It's early March. Mm-hmm. I've taken the opportunity, as I'm sure you have, uh, right, to put away my tweeds and bring out my seersucker. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm thinking maybe houndstooth this year. <laughs> yeah, sure. Maybe some. Uh, uh, maybe some. I don't have anything. I should have had something. How about a? Seems how about like a, a nice thing you would have, Jordan? Knowing the things that you have, Jesse, that seems like one that you would. You talking for that long has given me the opportunity to come up with. Oh, how- do I, hold on. Do you want me to say houndstooth again? Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking houndstooth this year. Uh, I would say you should go with a nice Prince of Wales check. Fair enough. There we go. You know what? This has been Jordan Jesse Go. You know what I wonder? Hmm. Let's say you're a guy who's on television. You know what I mean? Okay. Like you or myself. Sure. We're both television stars, certainly. Mm -hmm. Um, Cable television. The most expensive kind of television there is. How do people get by without being able to wear plaid or checked sport coats? I, I I assure you, sir, I don't know. There are people who are... Take Ted Koppel. He was on the television. The guy from the best damn sports show. They're on television every night mm-hmm. for years, sure. years on end. How do they do it without checks? They warp on camera, Jordan. Yeah. You're not allowed to wear them. <laughs> they're they're better men than us. You're not allowed to wear solid white. You're not allowed to wear solid black. You're not aware to not allowed to wear to wear all kinds of stuff. Tiny uh tiny vertical stripes. Yeah, exactly. Any small pattern, any repeating. Like right now, I'm wearing a cotton shirt. It's kind of paisley. It has it's, a paisley this pattern. Is, this is actually a repeating pattern of of small blue flowers, tiny blue flowers. Okay. You're we're at a distance, so you can't quite see exactly sure. what it is. And I, I couldn't wear this on television. The design would warp. Yeah. It would warp. I'm a little worried about this gray sweatshirt I'm wearing. Exactly. You might disappear. You can't wear any green in case you might be in front of a green screen. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus, Jordan. There's a lot of rules. Nobody told me the entertainment industry was going to be this difficult. Yeah, let's give up. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, we'll see you never again Yeah. on Jordan no, Don't get Go. me started on podcasting. There's all kinds of rules. Uh, talking to the microphone. Turn right. on the microphone. Be in the same room as the microphone.
Jeez. Where are we? A podcast or Nazi Germany? Tell me about it, Mussolini. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be back in just a second. You're not kidding. Uh... Who's the Mongolian guy? <laughs> Genghis Khan. Khan. Tell me about it, Genghis Khan. You you got it, Montezuma. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like a real Montezuma's revenge type situation. Yeah. Is that diarrhea? Yeah, that's when you that's when you can't uh, you can get sick in Mexico because the water is amoebas. You can get dysentery. Really? Well, dysentery or something that has uh, just makes you poop. I mean, it's not always going to be dysentery. If you get dysentery, though, it's important to stay hydrated. No, thanks. It's, That's a take-home for everyone out there in the audience. If you get dysentery, please stay hydrated. That's important. Yeah. We like to throw in a little educational thing every now and then so we can keep our public funding. Yeah, exactly. Your I mean, tax dollars at work. You know, the Canadian Film Board would not be giving us the hundred grand a year it does to make this podcast if we didn't slip in the occasional tip. Make sure that you get something with electrolytes. A great oppor- a great possibility. You know, people think automatically Gatorade, right? How about just some Pedialyte? Right. You know, you can make your own Pedialyte at home. Search for make your own Pedialyte on the internet. You'll find out how. Mm-hmm. We'll be back in just a second. What about Powerade? Can I make my own Powerade? No, that's impossible. Right. Powerade only comes from Michael Jordan's sweat. <laughs> All right. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jordan, I made a choice. I moved Nutsy in here with us. Nutsy is your taxidermied squirrel, you yes. should say. Yes, Nutsy is my taxidermied squirrel. We should also say he has an acorn in his hands. <laughs> right. Um, has that been taxidermied? Mm, that's probably yes. Okay. Or is you it don't some want sort it of to decompose. false acorn? I, I can't imagine they would... A false acorn? Well, you know, fiberglass or something. Jesus Christ, you're really making me question my assumptions about what's real and what's fake. But I mean, you've been... You're the Las Vegas of (laughs) co-hosts. You've just been assuming that's a real acorn this whole time? I just thought, you know, you know the old saying, from a tiny acorn, the mighty oak grows. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, I can see how that would lead you to think that about your taxidermied squirrel's acorn. Don't you think it raises the level of professionalism in here? Don't you think it gives the podcast a little extra, extra snap, crackle, pop? You know, I will say this about Nutsy's presence in the room. I'm mm-hmm. less likely to start masturbating <laughs> now that he's in here. Because it's weird. Let's be clear. That's not to say that you were likely <laughs> to start masturbating before. Right. It was, but certainly it was in the cards. Yeah. It was a possibility. I'm not going to rule it out entirely. Under the right circumstances. Mm-hmm. You know, I have to go, let's say I go to the store. Sure. Because I'm going to get some, get us some sodas. Right. Like some Haritos. Totally plausible. Totally something that might happen. You might want to knock one out just to relax. Mm-hmm. Knock one out. Peel, peel one off. Yeah, exactly. Kick one down. Mm-hmm. Sure, absolutely. But Nutsy's here. That's well. That's actually why I moved Nutsy in here because I've, <laughs> so you were I've been me. worried that you've been masturbating in my office. Uh, you know. Yeah. Okay. Can I? Um. Can we? Uh, in the, in the yes. introduction of the program, we were talking about the fact that I'm wearing this shirt 
with uh, a very small uh, pattern on mm-hmm. it. So a white shirt with little blue flowers. I haven't worn this shirt in a long time. It's one of my favorite shirts. A very, very nice, uh, a lovely, a lovely, a very fine cotton in this shirt, uh, German cotton uh, from before uh, the unification of Germany. And uh, that's the German cotton you want to get, by the way, Jordan. Yeah. East German. When that, uh, when that wall came down, yes. all the craftsmanship went with to it, shit. With it fell the uh, quality standards in German cotton. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, but I hadn't worn this shirt in a long time, not just because it's a summery weight and mm-hmm. it's been cooler, but also because I've been fat. I've been a fatter guy. Yeah. Not fat. Not obese. Fat for you. But fat for me. I had been... I there the last time I got fat, I ended up making a television commercial where I was nude mm-hmm. and uh, flopping around. Yeah, and I looked at the commercial and I thought, oh, I know what the joke of this commercial is. It's that I'm fat. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. No. I mean, I feel I feel the same way. I mean, oftentimes uh, I'm. You just recently got naked in, uh, or stripped down to your, uh, stripped down to your briefs in front of uh, Woody Harrelson. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I, I, on my, on, on the television program I appear on, I often uh, am nude for comic. Not, you know, I am in my undies or, you know, take off my shirt. Look like probably American Apparel briefs. Yes. Oh, I like those American Apparel briefs. Um, I had to buy a pair of those for comedy. I, I've. I've been a boxer man for a long time, and sure. I had to buy a pair of those for comedy, and really liked them. Um, I don't, I don't know. And then I, I bought it's several funny. more pairs. You know, when I was in that television commercial, mm-hmm. they we did a several different takes. One was where I was holding the final shot. The premise of the commercial is that uh, I'm a corporate guy who just can't take the pressure anymore and needs to express himself, so he tears off all his clothes and quits his job. Okay. Um, like tears off his, all his clothes during a presentation. Mm-hmm. So uh, I do that, and then they show the thing, oh, go to this arts college instead of working in a corporate job. And then the tag is me walking out of the, uh, me walking out of the place um, past the secretary, but I'm naked. Yeah. So we shot three versions. One was the naked version for the internet. One was the uh, version where I'm holding the box of my possessions in front of my junk, blocking yes. my junk. And the third was the underwear one, which was the like the TV version. And the underwear that I got, they picked out this kind of jokey underwear that had little fire trucks on it and yeah. stuff. But I was really into it yeah. by this uh, underwear company. And I don't think I'm being, uh, I, I don't think it, I'm, I'm speaking out of school to say this gay underwear company called Ginchgonch. Ginchgonch. Ginch How do you know that it's gay, Jesse? Hey. Just because it's called Ginch Gonch and makes fire truck underwear for adults. I'll, I don't. Why? Why are you assuming I'll that it's tell gay? You, I'll tell you how I know that you it's sir gay. You are a bigot, Jordan. Because after I liked this underwear so much, I thought, "What is this Ginch Gonch?" Mm-hmm. And I asked the lady, "Where did you get the Ginch Gonch?" Because <laughs> I got to keep it. You know, yeah. oh, she nice. said, "Well, I got it in." Uh, a gay store, mm-hmm. and it was a gay themed store mm-hmm. uh, in the Castro. What in was San it Francisco. called? Do you know what it was called? Uh, in the butt? No, I don't have any Just idea. Just because it was in the Castro and <laughs> called in the butt, um, you sir are a bigot. Uh, I, I may or may not be bigoted, but this is not a point in either direction. I visited the website, sure, 
Um, and having visited the website, I can say conclusively that it is a gay underwear company. And I, I mean no animus when I say that. Obviously, I liked the underwear. I support it. Okay. And it supported me. Oh, sure. Um, I, what I'm trying to say here is that uh, when it comes down to American culture, if you're looking for underwear and you're a dude, you're not going to go to other straight dudes because they don't have any taste in underwear. No, okay. Okay, so I went to the Ginchgonch, and I got, I became a, a convert to Ginchgonch brand underwear. What are you dropping for a pair of Ginchgonch? Uh, the Ginchers are, um, they're in the, you know, they're in like the, I, I bought them on sale. They have a sale, uh, you know, I signed up for the email list and the sale, you know, they're, but they're still 10 or 15 bucks a pair. I mean, they're not a, yeah. a daily thing, but you know, if you once you in a, a while, if you want to have some fun in the bedroom, you might want to wear... <laughs> The ones that um, have the big, uh, like red, white, and blue kind of evil Knievel star on the on the business area, yeah. or like I I got a really nice pair. Really, that really has, let your lady know that she's lucky. Yeah, exactly. I got one with motorcycles on it. Oh, um, it's a lot of fun. So it's fun. That it's interesting. I guess that yeah, yeah, what yeah. I'm trying to say is that we both found a, a new kind of underwear. Right. Um, from uh, from the fact that we uh, had to have comedy underwear. Right. Yeah. And uh, and and the American apparels are about twelve bucks a piece. They kind of come in these bright primary colors. Um, They're my, cute. It's it's. I know, thought you looked cute, Jordan. Well, shut up. <laughs> um, but my I, uh, my thing is that I can I can write them off as costumes. Oh. So I've gotten a couple pairs, but they have all appeared on camera at some point. So, oh. Okay. So I don't feel too shady. That's nice. I don't see now. Here's the thing. I'm inclined to prefer a brief with a bit of elasticine or spandex in it. Oh, yeah. And those are 100% cotton, and I feel like sometimes they get kind of bent out of shape. Yeah. Um, haven't run it. But yes, no, I, I'm, I'm sure that maybe to multiple, once I have, once I've had these for a while, they may not hold up to. Have I ever told you the number one thing that I do for myself, sort of in the way that a lady will tell you, like, when I'm feeling down, I go get a mani-pedi. Oh, sure. You jack off in front of Nutsy. <laughs> jack off on Nutsy, Jordan. Thank you very much. Wow. I go to... What? You fucking brought it up. You're the one that's making all these jack-off jokes well, about my I'm, squirrel. I'm not... I'm not... Jordan, don't try and turn this around on, on me. Don't turn this around on me, Jordan. All right. And don't try and you reuse my joke while turning it around on me <laughs> and pretending that you're offended by it. All right. Um, I like to go to Ross mm-hmm. and check out the underwear section, <laughs> and I'll I'll try a new kind of underwear. Yeah, that's like fun because I don't want to pay it's twenty nice dollars for a pair of yeah, underwear. No, like Ross, you're like seven bucks, you get a three pack. Probably, yeah, exactly. Right? Or well, you know, in in my case, I want to tr- I want the fancy kind, so it's you know four ninety nine, five ninety nine for one. But that's what I'm comfortable paying for an underwear, mm-hmm. especially if I buy them one or two at a time. You know. Yeah. How do we get talking about underwear? Oh, you so know, because we were talking about and and, and something oh, I, I would our, like to our get body back. consciousness. Uh, yeah, Noel, our the 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 realization that, that our showing bodies our bodies a is a joke. In, yeah. in place of a joke, we can just reveal our bodies to the camera. Yeah, boy. Um. Yeah, <sighs> I, I feel like I'm a little fat. I'm getting. I'm I'm a little fatter than I'd like to be. You know, it's funny when um when we first met your mm. freshman year of college. Yeah. Some somehow between your freshman year of college and your sophomore year of college, you lost a lot of weight. Yeah, is that true? Uh, yes, I remember that. Might have been a might have been. Oh, that was a big breakup summer. Oh, I don't know if that was had anything to do with it. Maybe not. I don't know. Because you were trying to meet hot new chicks, or because you couldn't eat? Well, I was vomiting. <laughs> <laughs> you were vomiting from sadness. Yes. Yeah. 
Um, but both you and I, like I grew, I grew up. Oh, as can a, I actually? Okay. Can I? Can I, 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 I actually want to want to tell a story about. I want about to hear break up story. summer. Actually, someone told me a similar story, and I. I can't remember what was on the message you board. Can't anyway, what happened to you, whether it happened to you or someone else? This might have been me or some characters in Who's the Boss. This might have just been on a, Who's the Boss. This might have just been a story Tony Danza told on Letterman. Once. Yeah. Anyways, um, the uh, the summer that my my I had my first girlfriend my my senior year of uh, high school. And you, know, you guys were very close, I remember. Sure, sure. And I went off to college, and she stayed behind in Orange County, and we LDR'd it. And mm-hmm. um, uh, anyway, so I came back for the summer, and she kind of went on this. Um, she kind of went on this, uh, uh, you know, two week post high school jaunt around Europe, and um, you know, uh, whilst there, met another guy, and uh, came back. Uh, yada yada, and anyways, it, that that was bad. But to kind of to punctuate, was it like a French guy? Uh, no, it was just a guy who was on the trip. It was like kind of semi-organized through school, um, and kind of when, uh, when um, uh, anyways, and and it was kind of uh, the, this that was the start to what was kind of a bad summer, and because in my car had broken down, so I needed a job that summer that I could walk to. And the only thing available was in Orange County, there's a um, there's a man-made lake uh-huh. that you need like a membership card to get into. Like right. if you live, live in certain surrounding gated communities, you can have access to this lake. Because you pay dues. You pay dues. It's you, part you, of your like condo dues, association dues And then there's like, you know, there's summer concerts where Flock of Seagulls, and uh, you know the righteous brothers will come, but mostly flock of seagulls. Mostly flock of seagulls. Um, I think Paula Cole came uh-huh. the year I was. Anyways, so my job was to sit in the gate, uh, sit in the booth, and check people's ID cards, and then allow them access to the lake or not allow them access to the lake. And uh, it's usually, and it was a just a sad, pathetic job staffed by other sad, pathetic guys and. Uh, I remember Were you just, allowed to listen to the radio or anything? Yeah, yeah, you could listen to the radio. So you um, had your you Russian, bring, your Dr. Laura. You could bring magazines. Uh, no, the the radio was almost always monopolized by the other guy. The <sighs> the other guys in the booth with me were really like big, strong personality guys, and I. Um, it, so to give you an idea of what kind of guy it was, mostly we listened to Pennywise. Uh-huh, sure. We listened to a lot of Pennywise. And I don't mean to say that I haven't enjoyed some Pennywise in my day. No, you have. In high school, I definitely enjoyed but But a, a day of – even an album. You're, you're a red-blooded Orange County man. Absolutely. Um, but I don't see any reason to listen to a Pennywise album all the way through. Uh, but we did. Just as just sometimes as, just started it right over after it got done. In the same, you have listened to Pennywise in the same way that I listen to and support, or have listened to and supported a Tracy Chapman. <laughs> sure, there you go. You know, it's same, just down just home music. Pride. Yeah. Um. Uh. Anyways, so the day I remember the day, like you know, broke up in the evening. And the next day, I had to like trudge down the hill to this gate where I'm sitting with this guy, uh, and he had the Orange County Weekly with him, um, which is you know the alternative newspaper. And he spent the entire day um, prank calling the prostitutes in the back. 
Oh, jeez. I remember, I think that was maybe the lowest I've ever felt in my life, just sitting there listening to this guy asking a prostitute if he can poop on her, then hanging up and like wanting to high five me. And uh, that was it. But I feel like if I can make it back from that, like if I can bounce back from that. Finally, someone's taking those prostitutes down a path. Yeah, right. Come on. How dare they? Jeez Louise. Uh, Sometimes someone had a good laugh at their expense. They're getting some oh, walking around. They're getting arrogant. Like they own the sh- like they own the place. Oh man. Anyway, so yes, that, they're acting like they're acting like we should pay them for sex, right? Um. <laughs> anyways, so yes, I think maybe that, that really is sad. But but apparently, I came back from that summer real felt and handsome. No, you did. I and I, in fact, I also remember that I think that was one of the times that you cut off your hair. Yeah, you yeah. had short hair. Yeah, I did. I, I, uh, I. That was one of my one of my head shaved times. We, I remember. We've talked obviously on the show about the varying powers of your hair. Your mm-hmm. hair being a sort of like a um, uh, what's the guy who's Samson? Is that the one whose hair? <laughs> yes, yes, that's the the biblical character. Yeah, it's sort of like where your power lives. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely comedy hair. Um, I watched. I was watching Battlestar Galactica the other day, and uh, there was a scene where someone like really like seriously cut their hair off, mm-hmm. and I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I mean, like Battlestar Galactica is a fantastic show. Don't get me Wait, wrong. Wait, what? I don't. That you I couldn't, couldn't buy into it. It was like a start. It was like a new beginning. Oh, and okay, the lady so was cutting her hair off. Gotcha. Yeah, I was. I was checked out. I hmm. checked out for about thirty seconds. Interesting. I'm like, nope, nope, not buying it. <laughs> Let's have a different show. Actually, that show also had a character who got symbolically fat, and it was really stupid. Wow, it was really Wait, dumb. just like over the course of a few seconds. No, between seasons. No, oh, he came back fat. He came back super fat. And is that like a plot point? It was a plot point. Huh. And it was supposed to symbolize that he that he had fat? gotten like soft and didn't care anymore. Right. But it but it it was completely like the actor who plays this uh, character. Uh, the character's name is Apollo. He plays Edward James Olmos's son on the show. Okay. He is super ripped like creepy ripped yeah like uh if anybody has watched the wire like um uh 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 what's his name the the boss guy the the uh i can't think of his name not rawls is it rawls no rawls is the white guy no maybe it is rawls anyway i can't remember anybody's name ever but sure dude super ripped Mm -hmm. is what i'm saying and he was just like they just like had some shots that were like neck down shots of how fat he was oh gotcha it was clearly like he's yeah clearly like wearing a fat like, suit just then, wearing a fat suit gotcha. yeah like and, and then was, they're using a fat double for the neck down shots. yeah exactly and the in the story arc of him being fat literally lasted three episodes and then he was just inexplicably ripped again no they explained it but it didn't like oh. it was just like him like coming out of the gym like whew, Got over that. <laughs> also, I took space fitness pills. He's also super ripped again. Nice. Jesus Christ, Apollo. What's your problem? Right? Let's just make. Let's just talk about Battlestar Galactica some more. Mm, I'll listen to you talk about Battlestar Galactica and then ask you a question about it. I'll tell you something about Battlestar Galactica. Good show. Yeah, like that. I, like that Battlestar uh, Galactica. You mentioned that. I like. Uh, I don't know if I've described exactly why, but I'll tell you why. It's because. I enjoy it. It's enjoyable, and I care about it, but I don't care about it that much. Okay. And this has been, as we've talked about on the show, big problem in my right, life. Right, right, right. You don't want to care about a TV show 
you don't want to care about too many shows too much. I, I don't want to care about any show ever again as much as I care about The Wire. That's how I would summarize gotcha. it. I kind of ruined your like, life a little bit. When I watch an episode of The Wire, and you know, people know what a big fan of The Wire I am, and then sure. they're surprised sometimes. I wonder that, what the last episode we did where you didn't mention The Wire was. Yeah, exactly. And That's the trivia contest for today. 206-9844-FUN. <laughs> the last episode where Jesse did not mention The Wire. We're going to get uh, we're gonna get Paul. I just was just emailing with Paul Shear from the uh, Human Giant the mm-hmm. other day about uh, he, when he comes back to LA, he's going to come do do the show with us. This show? And that's just going to be, yeah, and that's wow. just going to be me and Paul Shear talking about The Wire. Oh, boy. I should dare I even, on to. Should I even show up? <laughs> no, don't even bother. It's just going to be Wire Talk. But anyway, people like are surprised that... I even should try to watch it before then. I have the DVD. I should power through. Anyway. I, I've been watching The Wire for... I mean, a lot of people just sort of just, sort of just came to The Wire. And I didn't watch The, the Wire from, se- from when season one was on. But, yeah. you know, like season two. I've been watching it for a long time. Mm-hmm. And people are really surprised that I'm not, that I'm not up to date, which I'm totally not. But it's just because, like, every time I see one, I just flip the fuck out. I just freak out. Like, I'll be, like, crying or just, like, totally destroyed emotionally. Masturbating on a taxidermied squirrel. You got it. You got it. Jordan? Yeah. This segment was going to be about the fact... How we're fatzos. But the fact that I have, for the first time ever in my life... I mean this quite literally, the first time ever in my life, begun to exercise. Oh, how's that going? It's okay. I dis- what happened is... You guys, I've noticed you guys have exercise equipment in your building. You guys yeah. have like a little gym. What happened was this. We had this exercise equipment in our building. And what is it? What do you got? Like an elliptical? Uh, got an elliptical, two treadmills, one of those uh, lifting machines, you sure. know, with like a, the different pin you put in them, different weights. Yeah, pin lift. And uh, like a, a stationary like a, yeah, bike. Yeah, like a pin lift. And like a weight bench. It's okay. like a very, it's, you know, it's just Modest. a one room Any operation. mounted televisions? You know, there's one mounted television, yes. Okay. And can you, are you free to change the channel? Yes, you can change the channel. And it's good because uh, at least when I go, there's, there's never any anybody in there so that's nice uh, it's nice you that you free reign you can get free reign i usually listen to podcasts but this morning i watched an episode of monk no it was fun it was nice monk. that's a fun show um but anyway uh monk i just like what happened was we had this equipment in in the in there and i always think maybe i should go use it sometime sure and like Teresa really that's loves a, yeah, exercising. That's a, that's a great luxury. Teresa's a really committed exerciser mm-hmm. um and she you know she runs like five seven miles a day and I'm, I tried to run with her once um, when we were living in San Francisco. I mean, not literally one time, but for one brief period of time, right. like a couple of weeks. And I hurt myself really quickly, um, despite the fact that we were doing like the super easy beginners, you know, how to ramp up. And then I was just like, fuck this. I'm never exercising again. But and then I, like we had this equipment, so I kept feeling more and more guilty. And then we were going to move. And I was like, gosh, I guess I'll never use that equipment, mm-hmm. you know? And then we moved down the hall and I thought, well, I should just start exercising. Also, uh, when I realized that I was going to be on TV a lot, yeah, that was that was enough to like push me over the edge. I was just like, yeah. you know what? Would I rather be on TV a lot as the slightly fatter version of me or the slightly <laughs> skinnier version of me? And I was just like, you know what? I'd rather be the slightly skinnier version of me. Fair enough. I don't think I'm ever going to like exercise enough to be uh, fit. Sure. 
per se. You're not going to become muscular at any point. No, not at all. I've never in my life been muscular, and I don't plan to become muscular. <laughs> I don't plan to do anything that pushes any of my limits. Sure. I want to make that clear. You're not going to feel tired ever. No, but I, I will sweat a little bit. Okay. I hadn't. I realized I had hardly sweat in years. Wow. Just not at all. Yeah. Since I spent a summer in Washington, D.C., I basically hadn't sweated. How about it? It's a weird thing. You nice. do you still exercise regularly? Yeah, no, I um uh no, that yeah, I I only just started I I go to this weekly mystical movement dance class. Oh yeah, mystical movement I've dance. I started sure. that. That's once a week and that's uh that's pretty um uh that's pretty uh strenuous. Mhm. I'm a little worried I'm going to roll an ankle. Really? Yeah, that's my Give main Give me an concern. example of a move you learn in a mystical movement dance class. Ooh, there's the you know, there's um there's the butt pump. Sure, butt pump. Wow, and, that's very uh, mystical. You know, walk it out. Oh, walk it out. Yeah, you do some Wait. marching. Wait, when you say walk it out, do you mean you do the dance to the song Walk It Out? <laughs> no, I don't know the song Walk It Out. Oh, okay. Is that like tighten up? Uh, no, it's more like uh, it's more like Crank That Soldier Boy. Okay. It's more of a Crank That Soldier Boy type song. Fair enough. You know what I'm talking Do you ever Crank That Soldier Boy? No. Do you ever Superman that hoe? Nah, um, somebody asked me recently what supermaning a hoe was. It might have been me. Was it? Yeah. It's a terrible. Is it? It's one of those like. like it's something you should not. It should not. Things. Something you should not be allowed to say on television, especially if you're 17, which I'm pretty <laughs> sure Soldier Boy is. Nice. I believe it involves um, just for the benefit of our audience sure. ejaculating on a woman while she's asleep, so that the, so that the. Uh, sheet sticks to her. Oh. And then when she wakes up, it's like she has a cape like Superman. Oh. No, that's not... That's that's a little more... That's just a little more mischievous than it is awful. <laughs> that's kind of charmingly mischievous. On the other hand, it's also like one and a half steps from rape. Oh, okay. Oh, I think, yeah, there's maybe something you did to your girlfriend, like the Dutch oven or something. Yeah, no, I mean... Just to annoy her, but... Yeah. I could, okay. I don't know. I just, I, I, anyway, this exercising thing, big thing in my life sure. right now. I don't know. It's weird. You go and like exercise and you get tired and you take a shower. Yeah. I don't know how people do this. <laughs> yeah. Including me. Hmm. I've been doing it for, I don't know, a month or so. And you're, and it's no blowing idea. your mind. It's really, I don't enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't hate it as much as I thought I would. But it's, you're it, not looking forward to your exercise time. No. I mean, it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's fine. I'm fine with it. Right. And I think it's cool how I'm getting uh, moving away from Fat Jesse. Okay. Which I am. Good. But eh, I don't know. I don't know. It's a weird thing. You know how people are always... Like Teresa, when she goes to run, she loves that shit. Hmm. She fucking loves it. She'll tell you all about how much she loves it. Yeah. She's so great. She subscribes to running magazines, doesn't she? She has, She subscribes to two running magazines, although wow. one of them is called the Running Times and she Runner's Times, maybe. Mm-hmm. She doesn't like that one. She likes Runner's World. Okay. She think that's, And she'll tell me about something she read in Runner's World. She'll be like, take a look at this Paula something or other. She's a, such a great runner. She ran until she was seven months pregnant. 
And then like three months after she had a baby, she won the something or other marathon or Boring. something. Boring. I don't know. I guess I'm probably pretty much doing that to our audience right now, huh? Yeah. Yeah, sorry about that, audience. Yep. It's just something that's going on with me. <laughs> Are you going to start doing something again, Jordan? Are you going to start going to the Y to swim? Yeah, no, that was what I did before, but I just live too far away from the Y. It's just not, and, and the why Y don't you just open. Why don't you just buy a swimming pool? Oh, yeah. Have one put in. There you God, I feel like a real dork. Mr. Television. Yeah. I know, I know. I forgot that I was Mr. Television. Yeah. Sometimes I have to be reminded that I'm Mr. Television. You could probably get underwater flat screens in it. Yeah, that might be nice. Maybe you could get some kind of speaker system that broadcasts through the water. That also would be nice. I'm just saying some different stuff that would be nice, Jordan. Mm -hmm. Just throwing it out there, Jordan. Just throwing it out there. Maybe some sort of dangling candy that I can jump out of the water and get. Dangles above the pool. Oh, above the pool. Yeah. I was imagining it dangling into the pool. No, no, then it would be wet. Yeah. I no, wouldn't come on, dude. I wouldn't care because people pee in the pool. <laughs> Me, it's mine. I pee in it. Yeah, exactly. I'd be drinking my own piss. Dude, if I had a pool, I would pee in that pool so much. Oh, oh my God. You're Mr. Television. Yeah, absolutely. And then I'd be like, see you tonight. America. <laughs> Pissed in the pool. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, I would go, doo-doo-doo, doo-doo-doo. Pretty sure that's the song from Sports Center. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> oh. I'm not here to tell you that it's not. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I am uh, oh, Jesse. Jordan. Um, Jordan, the sponsor of Jordan, Jesse Go. I want to see that. Dot com? Dot com. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask, I'm going to say a movie to you. Okay. And you tell me whether you want to see that. Okay. 10,000 BC. I want to see that. So do I. Oh, great. Have you clicked it on the site yet? I don't know. I, need I to haven't clicked it my, yet. I, I got to click it. That .com profile. Because if we, had, if we had clicked that, it gives you a list of the movies that are coming out this week. Mm-hmm. You click on it, and then it tells you, it would have told me that you wanted to go see that too. Yes, it's like a little MySpace type thing. You set up a profile, your friends set up profiles, and then you compare the movies that you want to see, and then you make plans to go see them. Very convenient. Super fun. Very simple, too. Absolutely. I like what not I like about hassle. this website. Not a lot of bullshit. No. So not, not a lot, a lot of, of weird ads. You can review a movie if you want to. Sure. But there's you don't a, have to. There's a, what you can there's just a do, podcast you can watch, but it's not shoved in your face. They don't force it down your, you know, they don't force it down your talk hole. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll let you just, they just say, this is what they say. Tell us what your name is. Tell us what your email address is. Click on the movie you want to see. We'll tell you which one of the other people that's on here that's your friend wants to see that movie too. Hassle free. Can I ask you a question about 10,000 BC? Yes. Will it have saber-toothed tigers? <laughs> Almost certainly, if the poster is any indication. Okay. And usually posters are indications of what kind of content will be in the movie. I'm going to take this one step further, Jordan. Mm-hmm. Will it have mastodons? Almost certainly. Now, Jordan. Hmm. This is what is known in the French as a pièce de résistance. Sure. Uh, le creme de la creme. Jacques Cousteau. France. <laughs> <laughs> Will it have 
giant bear sloths. I don't know. I haven't seen one of those in the preview. I should hope there's at least one in the background. I would like to see a giant bear sloth movie. Me too. I'd like to see a bear sloth stampede. (laughs) A gradual stampede. I'd like to see it as narrated by Marty Stauffer of Wild America, specifically. (laughs) Okay. Do you like Marty Stauffer at all? You don't know what that is. You don't know what Marty Stauffer is, for gosh sakes. I'm Marty Stauffer for Wild America. No? Nothing? Nope. What about Bay Area Backroads? Am I getting anything here? Bay Area Backroads. This is all just recently making, just making sounds. Recently, friend of MaximumFun.org, uh, Merlin Mann, uh, met the host of Bay Area Backroads. Mm-hmm. This was big news in my world. Wow. It's sort of like, uh, there's a guy down here who I think is roughly equivalent named Huel Hauser. Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, the Doug McConnell of uh, Bay Area Backroads is Similar roughly kind of a guy. Yeah. Speaking of which, I know that we're uh, usually we just end our sponsorship segment, but I had an idea last week. Okay. So last week, you may remember that uh, Jasper Red had the brilliant idea of converting our um, of converting our uh, our singing of uh, local television commercial jingles and radio and television jingles. Uh, into a mixtape hosted by Don Cannon, mm-hmm. uh, the famous the famous DJ. Sure. Um, I don't think we're going to be able to get Don Cannon on board. I can't say for sure, but I don't think we mm-hmm. can. However, Jordan. Yes. However, I still think we should go ahead with the project. Okay. Action item for our audience. <laughs> right. Sing a song you remember mm-hmm. from... Uh, the localer and more defunct the business, the better. Yes. Uh, if you want to sing, for example, I'm going to give you an example. If you grew up in the Bay Area, I'd like to hear someone sing, I'm a credit man from the Diamond Center commercials. If you grew up in Southern California, how about a rendition of the best oldies, K-Earth 101? Give us a call, sing the song, and say where it's from. We'll remix it. And then we're gonna we're gonna play only the best. Mm-hmm. Only the best are gonna make it to the air. Only the the most amazing singers. Mm-hmm. The most amazing songs. Vibrato. Vibrato. Uh, Pizzicato. Uh, La Dolce Vita. Mm-hmm. Italy. <laughs> Europe. <laughs> Caveman times. <laughs> Thank you. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jordan, last week on the program, mm-hmm. if I recall correctly, mm-hmm. we had a discussion. In this discussion, we discussed the fact that you have to admit in Hollywoody type meetings. That you don't really watch any television shows besides Futurama. Right, yeah. And actually, that actually came up a few days after we did the podcast. And this time I was really up front. Like he, they, so you were meeting with, um, uh, I'm guessing, Ron Howard? Yeah, well, Ron Howard and the Weinsteins. Sure. I mean, they, you know, it's kind of a package deal these days. Absolutely. And Louis B. Mayer. <laughs> right. And... Um, Anyway. And Fatty Arbuckle. Fatty Arbuckle, yes. Sure. I was trying to think of one of those old-time Paramount guys to say Hal Ashby. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, sure, Hal Ashby or something. Um, 
anyway, so ah, William Shakespeare. <laughs> there you go. <sighs> um, and Christopher Marlowe, who was really doing all the writing, and a cave painter. Mm-hmm. Um, I. Uh, What's up with back in time reference joke? Oh, I feel like we we've done going, a lot of back in time going reference. Farther back, joke. yeah, it's a it's a it's a crutch. It's you know. We <sighs> Sorry can, about that, audience. Yeah, yeah, we'll try and we'll try and cut it out. We'll try and stop, and in the meantime, you can throw it in the drinking game <laughs> um, <laughs> that you're all really excited about. Um, yeah. Um, anyway, so uh, I had another one of these, and just you know, the the question came up like, "Hey, we just want to see what you respond to. Like, what have you been watching these days?" and uh, I mean, it always comes up. It always comes you know, up. We just fail. want to see what you respond to, and you're like, stimuli. <laughs> right. I'm like a baby. <laughs> or an, I know that when the bell rings, I get a food pellet. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe kind of like an anemone. When, uh, something, yeah. uh, when something hits one of my tentacles. You try and draw it towards I'd your mouth. Draw it toward, yeah, sure. <laughs> Thinking it's some sort of detritus food. Yeah, absolutely. Um yeah, I just said, listen, I'm going to level with you. I don't actually watch a lot of TV. Jordan, I, you're even more beautiful than a sea anemone. Oh, thanks, Jesse. And more deadly. And more purple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> purple. And more containing of venom. Yeah, absolutely. Um, they have a tiny amount. Do I have, have a, a moderate amount. Do they have a beak or anything? I don't know. I think they just have a regular... I think they just have like a portal Like a membrane? Mouth. Yeah, some sort of membrane. Porous membrane? Yeah, probably some kind of porous membrane. Anyway. Not baleen. No. They certainly don't have baleen. No, that's a whale you're thinking of. Yeah. That's a baleen whale specifically. Not like a, sp- a not a like, sperm whale. No, that's a toothed whale. Yeah. This is like a <laughs> you know, about a blue whale. A, maybe a pilot whale. Sure, absolutely. Is that a toothed whale? That may be a toothed whale. But I'm telling you a blue whale or a humpback whale, those are definitely baleen whales. Gray whale. Gray whale, that's a baleen whale. Sure. Yeah, you Blue bet. whale. The blue whale. I already said blue whale like three times. Uh, I wasn't listening. <laughs> um, Is that what the Hollywood guy said after you told him that you didn't, yeah, <laughs> you didn't watch so television? Yeah, so I said, like, listen, I'll level with you. I've been watching a lot of Mr. Tonight's Theater online. Um, <laughs> and I have rabbit ears, so every once in a while I catch a letterman when I come home from work. But that's, you know. But I don't watch a lot of TV. And... Got a real definitive weird look, like got an honest weird look from, him. <laughs> and then, um, uh, and then, um, and then he says, "All right, well, let's. Well, how about movies? Like, what movies have you seen recently that you that you liked?" And um, uh, the only thing that came to mind, I'm like, "Well, I th- thought the funniest movie last year was Shoot 'Em Up." <laughs> and then he looked at his assistant and he, and he said, uh, "He's like, I didn't uh, see that. Did you see that?" And the assistant goes, "Like, yeah." It was something else, and uh, oh, yeah. So it it it. So I I and then I and then I said, yeah, I liked Beer Fest. When did Beer Fest come out? <laughs> and the assistant's like, that was like three years ago. <laughs> um, and you didn't even like Beer Fest that much. I I more like what Beer you Fest like the stood idea for. of it. Yeah. yeah, I thought that Beer Fest represented. You like the fact that a character died in Beer Fest, then reappeared in the next scene. Yeah. Yes, and um, and no second act. Yeah, they didn't have a second act. That's true. It was a long first act and a really long third act. That was weird. Um, so yeah. Anyways, I um, so I was honest, and it got me. Weird, and I'm not one to say that something went bad when it went good, Jesse. You, you, you know Jordan. That. I'm not one of these, you know. 
Jordan, I can be real in, and say when something went well and when something went bad. In every silver lining, sure, I can find a cloud. Right. In Jordan, for you, you traipse through life mm-hmm. as though you were skipping through a field of golden daisies. Yeah, this went bad. <laughs> that was, I was saying it was the wrong move to make. I should have. I should have watched a couple of hot shows before I went into this. So you said could have I said, "Well, them. the Real Housewives of Orange County." Right. For instance, guilty and then you pleasure. Go, and then you. And then you just go. Well, <laughs> I'm talking about my mom. Right. I watch my mom. Um, Yeah. So anyways, there's a there's a little resolution to that thing from last time. So did you did you have you come up with a new plan yet? Can't you just think of a few things that you can say that you like? No, it's can't you you say that you you like human giant? Yeah, yeah. I and I did. I did mention human giant. I did say that I've illegally down, you know, yeah, yeah. So Yes, um, you know, Human Giant, and um, I, you know, and, and thinking back, I should have said Venture Brothers because uh, uh, yeah. I, I have made it a point to to try and watch every single Venture Brothers. I think it's it's one of the funnier things on TV. But you I, like uh, Venture, but it's got Patrick Warburton in it. Sure, there you go. What about um, that other show that Patrick Warburton's in? Family Guy. I don't know. He's on some TV show. Yeah, he's on a sitcom, he's but on I a think sitcom. it's a. Um, I think it's a pretty. It's a bad it's, one. Yeah, I think it's. I don't know. I don't it's like know anything a dad about sitcom. it. Yeah, it's like a dad com. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so I did have a couple things I could have said, but didn't. Uh-huh. So, but you know, yeah, you're right. I just need to prepare for the question more and don't, you know. Why do they ask? That's a weird. That feels to me as uh as in this case I'll be I'm a surrogate for the audience who are Hollywood outsiders. Mm-hmm. I'm mostly a Hollywood outsider myself. What? Why do they say that? That's a weird thing to say. Is it like a getting to know you meeting? Yeah, or? I mean, I think it's. I think it's a couple of things. Um, I think it's you know, if they, you know, I think they want maybe to to figure out what someone would want to do and what kinds of projects they would be aggressive towards doing, like you know, maybe they're you know feeling it out to see if it you know I was someone who might be interested in some sort of but how I met your mother esque project doesn't everyone just say like you know oh the simpsons and larry sanders and like who is the people who go in and they're like well, what what shows are you really liking and they're like well till death yeah i don't, can't I, get enough till death but also i mean i think part of it is them confirming to themselves what is cool like uh, just the fact that they kind of have a you know they have a guy there a, a, a young person who's in, but and and just kind of seeing um you know m- making sure they know do you ever they're aware of everything i don't know do you ever meet with these people and then something good comes of it um no hasn't happened yet <laughs> yeah no none of my uh none of my none of my hollywood meetings have gone there. I, I you know i'm kind of still waiting to see on this one i think that apart from this uh, apart from this taste thing, it actually went went okay. So we'll see if this is a thing. But um, the guy is the guy that no, you no. met with right now as we record this podcast is at home watching Shoot 'Em Up and thinking, when's something funny gonna happen? <laughs> right. Uh, it pretty much starts happening when the movie starts and doesn't stop till the movie ends. Shoot 'em up, people. <laughs> um, and uh. Yeah. So I mean, Jordan we'll is see. shoot 'em up going to become your pooty tang? I think I think so. <laughs> shoot 'em up is definitely my yeah. Um, the company that made it, New Line, went out of business recently. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Hmm. Um, 
so yeah, so we'll see how this one Thanks, goes. Thanks, Claude no, no, no. Brodesserachner. Yeah, basically, um, yeah, basically, none of my legit Hollywood meetings have been anything. I think uh, I failed at them all. I don't know if that means you failed. That may have mean. I, I'm going to be honest with you and say that may mean that you succeeded at them. Perhaps. It what, may, wait, you, wait. What does that you mean? You may have shown them that you have a soul. <laughs> you know, like I can't. This, this kid's. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> He's not broken yet. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's broken his spirit. Yes, his laugh wasn't false and forced. It he, came from a legitimate place of joy. He seemed to smile when he was happy. <laughs> <laughs> and he cried when I killed that goldfish for no reason. <laughs> he seems to still know what cruelty is. Hmm. Um, we'll see. I'll, uh, I'll you know. Keep you posted. Okay, cool. Well, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. I love the oombops. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jordan? Yes. Shall we, sir, <clears throat> to the telephones? Why not? Hey, Jordan Jesse, this is Ian Brill. I'm here at the Edinburgh Castle. At the Bay Area Maximum Fun Meetup. Bay Area Maximum Fun Meetup. Make some noise! <laughs> and we're about to see Mary Van Oden, Brent Weinbach, and DJ Real, and a lot of fun people in about 10 minutes. Uh, I want to thank Mary. I want to thank Jesse for all he's done to uh, publicize the meetup. And uh, it's turning out to be pretty cool. I actually met someone who is a Sound of Young American fan, but not a Jordan Jesse Go listener, and I think I turned him off to the podcast. So that, I think that's pretty pretty cool. So yeah, I just want to say thanks again, and uh, we're gonna have some fun. All right, see ya. Bye. Yeah, sweet, huh? Yeah. So uh, some dudes in the Bay Area had yeah. a maximum fun meetup. It was organized by Ian Brill, who writes the Pod Thoughts column on the blog. Mm-hmm. Really nice fella. Um, uh, just I just thought when he said when he suggested, I thought Ian Brill's gonna knock this one out of the park because he's the kind of guy. That he's just a jovial guy. He's very friendly to everyone, very personable. Uh, he's a nerd. He's a giant comic book nerd. So he's going to be, the nerds are going to relate to him, mm-hmm. but he's not a weird at all. Right. So the normal people are going to be fun, comfortable talking to him. Um, he's going to meet their gaze when he talks to them. I really hope there was some hooking up at this. Yeah. Wouldn't that be great? That would be so Please awesome. call and tell us about it. I hope that someone hooked up with Brent Weinbach at this. Mm, me too. Mm-hmm. Yum, yum. Thumbs Details, up. girlfriend. Details. Uh, if you want to organize a Maximum Fun Meetup, uh, post it on the message board. See if there's other people in your region. And if you can at least get two people to show up, I will plug the shit out of it on the message board, on the shows, everything. Let's I think get, it's the greatest thing. Let's get thing. some pics. Let's get some recaps. Yeah, absolutely. Film yourself hooking up. In fact, I'm going to say that if anybody was taking pictures at the Maximum Fun Meetup, upload them to well, upload them to the Flickr group, mm-hmm. uh, Max Fun Picks, mm-hmm. but also upload them to our uh, uh, Jordan Jesse Go Facebook page that we just created recently. We've already we've made it like a week ago. We've already got like 200 fans on Facebook, and I like that fan thing because then it shows up on your profile. So then other people who are your friend, they're like, "What's this Jordan Jesse Go thing?" And then they click on it, and it takes them to the little page about the thing. Mm-hmm. So upload those pictures. That's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying, Jordan. Fine. I don't, I don't ask for much. No. You're a simple man. Tis the gift.
You know, I'm a, I'm a week behind on the show, so I don't know if you found something due with your $20 yet. But I was just thinking that if you cash that in, that's uh, that's like 2,000 pennies. And if you leave 2,000 pennies kind of scattered out wherever you go, just you know, leave pennies in the street, you could potentially leave uh, 2,000 people with a lucky day. And I think that would make the world a better place. Now, does that guy not sound like the nicest guy in the world? Yeah, it sounds nice, but that's a little too hippy dippy an idea for me. I feel like it's a little too uh, it's a little too dream catcher. That would be a little bit too much like littering. Yeah, in my opinion. Also, babies eat them. Babies will just put pick that up and put it in their mouth. But I just wanted I you know who would try and eat that cocoa? My dog. Oh yeah, she'll eat any goddamn thing that's on the ground. I would ground. say pennies are more dangerous than they are good. Yeah. Pennies are a danger. Mm-hmm. Why isn't why isn't anybody standing up against them? I don't know, man. They're a threat to our liberty. <laughs> I, I think so. Hey, Jordan. Hey, Jesse. This is Nate from Chicago. Um, I'm calling because I am getting the first opportunity that I've ever had to visit San Francisco in two weeks, and I was wondering if you had any possible um, new sincerity or just plain cool things to go see or do in San Francisco. So, yeah. I think we've answered this question before for Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. If you come to visit Los Angeles, uh, the one thing that you cannot, absolutely should not miss when it comes to new sincerity is the Museum of Jurassic Technology, sure. which is one of the most amazing things in the world. Now, it just so happens that in San Francisco, there is a similarly amazing institution. Uh, it's called the Musée Mécanique. It used to be at the Cliff House, which is this uh, famous house that is a f- famous restaurant and uh, was a hotel and stuff like that in San Francisco, right on the water, right on the uh, the ocean water. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's now like somewhere. It's in like a hangar. It got it got kicked out of the Cliff House when they renovated the Cliff House, and they were going to put it back in, but then apparently they managed to like never let them back in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it got kicked into this like hangar that's in. It's, you know, by the, like, Fisherman's Wharfy shit. And all that Fisherman's Wharf and stuff, not even worth spending time on. It sucks. Not even once. Don't even bother with it. It's not like Alcatraz, where it is cool once. It's totally unearned. Don't fuck with uh, Fisherman's Wharf. But if you go down there, uh, search for Musée Mécanique on the internet, it is this whole place full of uh, 19th and early 20th century uh, penny arcade games. Wow, that sounds great. So it's I've like never thing, heard of that before. It's like things where you put in a nickel or a penny or a quarter, and the, the you know a little show happens. Yeah. Um, you know, with like music and lights coming on and different things whirling around and stuff. There's like games where you put in a nickel and you play like a weird football game that's sort of like that kind of tabletop, you know, magnetic like football. football. Yeah, it's it is just the coolest fucking thing. There's lots of cool photo booths, different kind of oh, photo booths. Nice. It's a really wonderful place. And if you get the chance, if you see the guy, there's this kind of gruff guy that like walks around and looks like he's in charge. It's because he is, and it's like his thing. Hmm. He's just a really cool guy. It's just a really amazing thing. My suggestion, cable car. Oh, cable car is great. Yeah. It's awesome. Here's a tip for the cable car. Um, a lot Everyone gets on the Powell Street cable car, which is indeed the cable car to take. Um, they get on it right at the uh, right by the Powell Street BART station, uh, just you know, right at Market Street near Union Square. Um, if you do that, you, there's like a, a cable car turnaround there. You're going to end up waiting if it's tourist season a couple of hours to get on the cable car. 
not worth it. Go to the other end of the line uh, and get on there. Hmm. <laughs> and there's then never any line on the other end of the line. So that's my cable car tip. If you want to know about San Francisco stuff, a good place to find out is uh, a friend of the program, uh, Maximum Fun Pal, uh, Stuart Shuffman, a.k.a. Broke-Ass Stuart, uh, wrote a cool book about uh, living in San Francisco and doing stuff in San Francisco called Broke-Ass Stuart's Guide to San Francisco. Working on one about New York now. Hmm. Bree's got a broke-ass Stewart franchise in the, in the mix. Hi, Jordan, Jesse Go. This is James from Binghamton. I was listening to your show where you uh, took on a medical correspondent, and as an experienced watchmaker slash clockmaker, I'd like to request that I be your horological correspondent for all your timekeeping needs. Thanks. Request granted. Yep. If you have any horological questions, I know I have one. Okay. It's funny he should bring it up. I'm interested in acquiring a vintage uh, Baum et Mercier uh, chronograph, uh, probably a doctor-style chronograph. I've been thinking about this a lot, and I look at them on eBay, and there are certain sellers, largely in South America, like Argentina and stuff, that are like selling all these uh, Baum et Mercier chronographs, and they're really rarely come up being sold from the United States. And they show pictures of the, you know, the... Uh, uh, the the works are signed and the case is signed and the back of the case is signed and everything. But I kind of like wonder how come they have so many and the United States doesn't have any. And are they? Is it because they're fake Bommet Mercier uh, chronograph chronographs and you know doctors' wristwatches and so forth? You know what I want? What Velcro shark watch? <laughs> Wait, what is that? As a you know, it's a watch that works underwater. Oh, it's got a, maybe got a green Velcro band. Oh, I know, I know the kind of band you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, so if Mister Horological can get one of those for me, sure. You know what you were That's looking for? What he does, for? right? He gets things. You were right? looking for gets one of those that you want? Burger King Kids Club watches. Yes, <laughs> with the vinyl band mm-hmm. and some promotional Simpsons glasses. <laughs> Um, hey, Jordan Jesse, this is Chris in Brooklyn, and I have a pitch for your creative interpretation action item. I know you've been really good lately about not falling off the horse. You're on the horse, you're up every week, but sometimes I realize you're both busy men. You need some time off. I think I have a solution for that. Solution is a page from the playbook of the master Gallagher. You should franchise the podcast, have a Jordan Jesse go two, a Jordan Jesse go three, a Jordan Jesse go Latino, something like that. And I feel that myself and my roommate, Ian, would actually do an excellent job of this. We have podcasting equipment. We're college buddies. We did a radio show together in college. And um, let's listen to these facts. Me, Chris, or Jesse, too. I wear sweater vests. I love 1980s baseball. I love hip-hop. I love The Wire. Ian, Jordan, too, doesn't like any of that shit. But big fan of Real Big Fish in high school. So I think you see... The similarities are uncanny, and, you know, we can talk about stuff. We can answer personal questions about you guys. It would be uh, really good, you know, on those off weeks. And all we'd really need is money for a bunny calendar. And, um, I don't know, is there a drug to get kidney stones? Maybe that, too. So let us know if you had a green light, because we can pick up the slack when you guys are too busy. Take care. It's an interesting proposal, Jordan. Yeah, I mean, as far as drug you can take to get a kidney stone... Just find some dude with a kidney stone, and when he pisses us out, eat it. Yeah. So <laughs> That's there you go. how it works. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to say that this person 
This caller, I don't think he's done his research into the Gallagher situation. Yeah, that ended poorly. Yeah, the Gallagher 2 situation actually illegal. tore apart Gallagher's family. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, Gallagher's uh, horrible. He's horrible. He's yeah, horrible. Gallagher sucks. Jordan and I went to see Gallagher once, and it was awful. It was much worse than we expected, mm-hmm. and kind of racist, and just horrible. I wouldn't want to be in 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 any in any way analogous to Gallagher unless I had uh, you know like maybe the analogy was about me being able to smash things. Yeah. Oh, and uh, oversized props. Yeah. Um, I yeah I think this is kind of a D plus idea, but I'd like to hear an audition tape from these guys. Oh, okay. So Put you're basically a little demo reel, maybe you know three to five minutes highlights. Yeah, highlights. No low lights, please. Absolutely not. We are no not looking lights. for. We're not looking for chiaroscuro here. <laughs> Don't know what that is. It's the light in the dark, my friend. That's Fine. the principles of uh, makeup. Fine. Stage makeup. Fine. Um. So yeah, put it together. We'll give it a listen. Just you know, but but know that it's kind of an uphill battle. Yeah, I, I'm disinclined, but I'm going to go. Jordan's or if Jordan's going to order the pilot. I'm telling yeah, him. Yeah, I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to put in a pilot order. Okay. Or maybe a pilot presentation, I should yeah, say. Yeah, we're asking for a pilot I'm presentation. I'm not saying go ahead with the pilot yet. Yeah, well, we're going to put together a little pilot presentation, and, and we'll see what we think. You can email it. It should be small enough that you can email it. I mean, if it's three to five minutes, you can make it a decent quality MP3 file. Mm-hmm. Email it to jjgo at maximumfun.org, and we'll see what we think. Hi, Jordan. Jesse, my name's Kristen. Um, the reason I'm calling, I'm kind of embarrassed, actually... As I'm speaking, I kind of wish I wasn't doing this, but I already got the bull rolling, so what are you going to do? Um, a couple nights ago, I had a sex dream about Jordan. I think it was probably prompted by all the ball talk on that one episode. Um, I don't know what he looks like, so it was just kind of like a fuzzy composite with curly hair. But I woke up in a good mood, so, you know, it can't be that bad. I found that as a lover, he was a gentleman, but not a sissy about it. And that's it. Um, I feel like a weirdo. And thanks. Well, thank you, Jordan, especially. Bye. It's not weird. No, it's perfectly natural. Yeah, I, I think I a have lot sex of people. dreams about my favorite podcasters. Yeah. I mean, think of all the times that you've woken up in a state mm-hmm. because you were dreaming about uh, Claude Brodesserac. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it what always a fucking Claude surprise. What a fucking surprise. Claude, <laughs> Thorne goes back to Claude brodesserac I thought I could think of another podcaster. There's millions. I know. Um, no, Keith no, and, and the and, girl. You have that threesome fantasy about Keith and the girl. Uh, yeah, Grammar Girl. Oh, you're way into Grammar Girl. No, yeah, and people, you know, I'm sure people fall asleep to the podcast a lot, so I'm sure that, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I've fallen asleep to a few podcasts, I like to do that. So, anyway, um, just so you know what Jordan looks like, he has curly hair, um, he's a little bit like, uh, if you can imagine like a Robert Redford type, mm-hmm. um, but the young Robert Redford, obviously, Jordan's in his mid-20s. Um, also, you didn't listen to the first part of this podcast where we <laughs> talked about my comically out of shape physique. But no, I think your assumption what what kind of lover did she say I was? A she said you were you were gentlemanly but not particularly efficient. I think is what she said. Oh, but that's but okay. Like, yeah, no, I'm not about. Yeah, sorry. Not, you know who else wasn't efficient? You know who else wasn't efficient? Jackson Pollock. Yeah, absolutely. He was a drunk, but a genius. <laughs> you got it. Modern so, you know art. what? Sorry, sorry if you you know sorry if Jordan's you want a something postmodern utilitarian. If you want something functional, 
you've come to the wrong guy. Yeah, maybe but, you should go listen to Mies van der Rohe's podcast. Yeah, right? Maybe you should have a sex dream about that German. <laughs> but, uh, you know what? But sorry, I'm, you know what? I'm just gonna, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of freeform. I'm kind of the Ornette Coleman of sex. Yeah, like, absolutely. I like to think of myself as the Ornette Coleman of sex. Um, but yes, always the gentleman. You'll get a please, you'll get a thank you. A doth of the cap. Jordan Jesse Go, your weekly trip through allusions to mid-century American art. <laughs> oh, Man Ray. <laughs> Man Ray, Man Ray. Hi, Jordan Jesse. This is Leanne. And Lauren. Today we're calling from the women's bathroom in the post office. We wanted to know Liam Neeson or Leslie Nielsen. <laughs> okay, thanks. Bye. Bye. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's a good one. Dude, isn't oh. when, wasn't when they said women's bathroom at the post office, wasn't that awesome? Yes. <laughs> um, there's nothing I didn't like about that Wait, call. Jordan, can I ask a question? Have we ever talked on Jordan and Jesse Go about the thing that you overheard at the post office that one time? I totally forget what it is. Uh, the thing where the the woman and her daughter were arguing at the post office. Oh, I'm aware of this. I forget what it was, though. Oh, okay. Well, as I recall, you remember. Okay, I, yeah. Let's I hear remember this it. Story. So you were at the post office, and this woman and her daughter was this were in college. Yeah, I think this was in when we were in college. This was definitely the Santa Cruz post office. Okay. And uh, this woman and her daughter were arguing really vociferously with each other mm-hmm. and uh and finally the daughter's just like i'm leaving and uh and she's like stalking out of the room and her mother yells after her you are lying you lied to me on federal property oh, yeah I <laughs> yes <laughs> as if that was worse than lying. oh yeah. man but i guess the the moral of the story is this is really intense, Liam, no, Liam yeah, Neeson. Liam Neeson or Leslie? Well, it's not intense for me. I have I I I have a real distinct loyalty in this uh, in this one. But I mean, I could see how it would be tougher for someone who didn't love the Naked Gun so much. Well, I mean, I, as much as you love the Naked Gun, what about Dracula Dead and Loving It? Yes, another good reason that Leslie Nielsen <laughs> wins. Uh, I mean, all, the man has been entertaining us as far back as Forbidden Planet. Uh, yeah, in he was 50s. in Forbidden Planet, And he That's continues true. to entertain us this day in various Zucker Brothers productions. I mean, you see, I guess ultimately for me what this is about is the fact that having grown up in a household with a stepmother who is from Belfast, Northern Ireland, yeah. um, I am compelled to support all the major Northern Irish uh, artists. Okay. Uh, specifically, Van Morrison, Sinead O'Connor... And Liam Neeson. Yeah. That's pretty much it. That's pretty much the only three. But it's very oh, important that I support leprechaun. those three. <laughs> oh, yeah, famous the leprechaun. He's actually from the Republic of Ireland. Oh, sorry. He's from Cork or something. Sin Fien. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jerry Adams. That's who I have to support. Um, uh, what? Well, what is? What the fuck has Liam Neeson done other than being? Uh, Irish and handsome. He's really intense. He's super is, like, intense. I'm, I guess I'm th- I would call Rob him the Chiwet- I would call him the Chiwetel Ejiofor of Northern Irish people. Okay. Um, he was in uh, uh, what's the movie about the Holocaust? Steven Spielberg. Oh yeah, Schindler's List. Schindler's List. He was like the main one of the main guys in Schindler's List. He's been in a lot of amazing. Yeah, well, Leslie movies. Nielsen was in Airplane. Oh shit! Was Leslie Nielsen in Airplane? He was. Yeah. Don't oh. call me Shirley. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Come on. 
Well, Jordan, I feel like I have to leave this open to our audience. All here. right, yeah. Leslie Nielsen versus uh, Liam Neeson. Let's hear the let's hear the uh, attributes of each. I feel like that might I have think been going to be. I think this is going to be a bloodbath. That might have been the Lauren who created the uh, Jordan Jesse Go MySpace uh, group that we uh, recently signed up for. I oh, saw yeah? that you had signed up for it, so I signed up for it. Sure. Um, so yeah, I, we're members. Of, we're members of our own fan club. Is that egotistical <laughs> or what? We just want to let the fans know that we're there for them. Sure. Okay. Uh, we got a couple of momentous occasions here. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, uh, go. Uh, I'm calling about the momentous occasion. I'm Jonathan. I just drove from Pittsburgh to Detroit, and I'm on my way back. Uh, I just played my first show outside of uh, Pittsburgh. So I guess, uh, like, I'm a traveling musician now. That's pretty exciting. Anyways, uh, thanks for the show. Uh, Bye. That's pretty good. Good job. Congratulations, Mm -hmm. man. Here's Yeah, here's to a long life on the road. Here's the thing about uh, the Momentous Occasions series, Jordan. Yeah. As we move forward in the podcast, we've covered your my child was born, I just had surgery, I just bought a house, I just got a cool new job, I just quit my job. House burned down. House burned down, we covered that one. Now we're and and this is an example of one. We're not we're checking the boxes here sure. for important stuff. This guy's is a big step forward in his musical career. First gig. Yeah, somebody's gonna have their first paid modeling job or something like that. You yeah. Know. But it's gonna get weirder first and whale weirder. Trained for money. Yeah, exactly. It's gonna be the first time I shot a harpoon. <laughs> you At know? the whale that I just trained. <laughs> Not to dodge harpoons. <laughs> <laughs> to respond to the sound of a harpoon gun being fired. Uh, and so we're going to end up with more. We're going to end up with more momentous occasions that are really specific, and that's the best kind, mm. like this one. Hey Jordan. Hey Jesse. This is James from Astoria, and I have a momentous occasion. I got to sell Ira Glass some Wii games. Uh, I didn't recognize them at first because I've only known them by face for a year or so because of the show. But once he started talking, I started freaking out and mumbling my explanations, probably not giving him the best reviews of games. Um, And finally, when I was done, I took a deep breath and asked if it was truly him. Uh, We had a good handshake and talked about this American life for a little bit. And then he went on his way. Um... After he left, I pulled out my phone and texted one of my friends. My manager saw me texting and asked what I was doing. And I uh, I told him I was telling a friend that I just met a public radio icon. And he laughed and told me that he really was, or that I really was, the whitest kid in the store. So that was a momentous occasion. Thanks for the podcast, guys. Bye. What Wii games did he buy? Come on, dude. What the fuck, right? Uh, I think he bought Ape Escape. <laughs> Not a Wii game. <laughs> you bought Excite Truck? Marble Madness. That's one. Is that? No. Oh. Yeah. I thought it was. Uh, maybe but no. Oh, I maybe I'm thinking of the Amiga. <laughs> hey, you know what uh what Wii game I got recently? What did you get? Maybe a little bit in advance. Super Smash Brothers Brawl. Oh. Yeah. Is it cool? Oh, it's good. How does it compare to uh, Super, Super Wario Smash Smooth Woods? <laughs> oh, you know, there's actually a Super oh, there's actually a WarioWare themed level that you fight in. Oh shit. And it and it shouts commands at you and while you're fighting the other guy, you have to do WarioWare things like shake it, shake it, touch him. <laughs> Wait a minute, touch him. Yeah. Touch, That's a WarioWare command. You have to touch him? him. 
There's a guy, and you have to use you your mean like remote the, to poke him. The spirit him. of the Lord. Yes. You touch him with a capital well, H. No, that touches you, Jesse. Oh, you that's what I that. thought. Um. Yeah. Unless you're Icarus, then you try to touch God. Yeah. Then your wings melt. Mm-hmm. Because you went too close to the sun. Yep. Then you got to push that boulder. I want to know what uh, what Wii games I wrote. You know what? I do too. You know what? What? When I interviewed Ira Glass for The Sound of Young America, he talked about listening to Jordan Jesse go. He had listened to it once. And you know why? Because his wife listens to it. Oh. I wonder if his wife is listening right now and if she'll call in and tell, tell us, us what Wii games yes, they've been please, playing. Please, please. And whether they possibly got Super Wario Smooth Moves. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's whether a, or not you touch him. That's a game where you're riding a cart through a mine, and then it says, shake it, and then you have to shake it. And then it goes... Oh, good work, or no, bad work. And he says, point, point them. Mm-hmm. Turn it. Oh, I love that game. Something Japanese. Yeah. Oh, man. Man alive. What a drive. Yeah. <sighs> I feel great, Jordan. Well, Super Smash Brothers Brawl is really great. Uh-huh. Um, there's some great new features. The overpowered characters have been made more overpowered, so that's not good. Oh, wow. Yeah overpowered yeah do you talking about how like the princess can fly no, i'm talking about how um yes is that what you were talking about uh, no but but something like that yeah and i'm thinking of maybe remember when uh remember when tails was just exactly like sonic only it could fly <laughs> yes. and you're like how come they just made it they just took the other thing and gave it a superpower yeah why didn't they take away something from it? Maybe they did, and I just don't remember. Hard to say. Hard yeah. to say what the deal with Tails is. Let me ask you the question about this game. Sure. Can you take other Wii games and plug them into this game, and then you get to play Tails in your other Wii games? No, no. It's not like uh, it's not Sonic, like and, Sonic Knuckles. and Knuckles. No? That would be nice, though. Is there a casino level at all? No. What the fuck's the point then, Jordan? No, you're right. You've convinced me. I, okay. Here I thought it was good, but it's actually bad. Thank you, Jesse. Are there any marbles in it? No, and nor nor well, do you it, acquire any kind of madness. Then it doesn't measure up to what I call the Amiga standard. Yeah. Well, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Love. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, Boy Detective. Oh, man alive, Jordan. Are you ready for March of Time Madness? Yes. This is what it is. We've been talking about it. We've been talking around it. Mm-hmm. Now we're ready to ramp up to it. Okay. <laughs> March of Time Madness, Madness, the Battle of Historical Epics. The, and that's epic, E-P-O-C-H. Yeah. Uh, this is how we will find out what the best period in history ever was. Was it the Ice Age? Was it the Babylonian Empire? Was it uh, the Dark Ages? Was it the Viking Era? Uh, was it the Wild West? Was it the Gilded Age? Was it the Information Age? Which we're currently in. Are we currently in that? I believe we're in the push-button age. Oh, okay. As I understand it. I yeah. think you taught me that. Yeah, it's true. I thought we were in the information age. Turns out we're in the push-button age. 
Um, this is how it's going to work. Uh, King Grebo, the moderator of the Showdown Forum on the Maximum Fund Forums, has set up a bracket. It looks great. Very good-looking bracket. Much yeah. better looking than the bracket that I had previously created. Mm-hmm. It's got the Maximum Fund rocket on it and everything. Uh, starting March 17th, uh, we will have, over the course of one week, all of the first-round matchups in the Americas bracket and the Asia bracket. Mm-hmm. So half of them, half of the first rounders are going to go from March 17th to March 23rd. Half of them are going to go from March 24th to March 30th. That's the Europe bracket and the Africa and Australia bracket. Okay. Good. Um, this is going to be very exciting, but it's going to be much faster paced than people are used to from the animal battle. Yeah. Okay. So what we want you to do is log on to the showdown forum. Take the opportunity to familiarize yourself with the various eras, okay? Um, Print out the PDF that we've created. Pass it out at work. Pass it out at work and start taking bets. Yeah, this is a fun, this will be a fun thing to do with the office, I think. To the guy who sold uh, the Nintendo Wii games to uh, Ira Glass. This is a way to cement your reputation as the whitest person of all time. Right, right. This is or at least the whitest guy who works at this particular GameStop. Yeah, exactly. I mean, think of think of how many um, think of how many like extended warranties and subscriptions to the video game store magazine. Right. You will be forgiven for not selling hmm. by getting your manager involved in this exciting people opportunity. People will not care that you you fail to to move those game informers. Yeah, you didn't have enough pre-orders for the PlayStation Four mm-hmm. or whatever. All you got to do is put 10 bucks down. Right. Um, anyway, it's all on the forum at Maximum Fun slash forum. We also want you action items this week. Uh, call in and sing a local television commercial or radio commercial or television st- or radio station jingle or song. Yeah. Uh, the weirder, the better. We're only going to play the best, Jordan. Mm-hmm. We're putting together what we see as the absolute creme de la creme. Right. If we, like, if we, the creme we, brulee, way, we want to be able to put this creme de tape. Sure. Any other cremes? I don't think so. I think that's all the cremes. Creme, creme fresh. Creme de cacao. Mm-hmm. Oh fuck! We came up with a lot of cremes here. Yeah. Um, so this this should be a mixtape where if you shoot it into space and aliens find it. You know, thousands of light years in the future, they know how hilarious our local commercials were. This is a mixtape where we get a deep understanding, like a Carl Sagan level understanding of contemporary human culture. Right. And I say human because it's not just American. People listen to this show in other countries. Yeah. And for fuck's sake, if you live in another country, I want to hear that country's local television commercial song. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's German. It can be Japanese. How about this? Senegalese. <laughs> Laotian. Yeah, absolutely. Atlantic Ocean. If you're out there, if you're Lao, you're in Vientiane right now, listening to this program, I want to hear the slogan for the product that was on the radio before, I guess it would be before the Communist Revolution, Yeah. when products had more slogans. Sure. Um, I'm, that's what I'm looking for here from you people out there. 206-984-4FUN is the number to call. Um, do we have other action items? We're still discussing the video game on the forum, uh, Jordan Jesse video game. Um, 
What to do with the twenty bucks is still out there. What to do with the twenty bucks is still out there. We haven't gotten a really great idea for that. I feel like. Yeah, that's probably going to be candy, right? Somebody suggested that candy was too infantile, Mm -hmm. and we should donate it to a battered women's shelter. Uh, I should be clear: we support battered women's shelters and the work they do. Sure. And we think you should donate money to the battered women's shelter. A significant amount of money. Yeah, I'm talking dozens of dollars, if not hundreds. Sure. Whatever you have left over once you donate most of your money to MaximumFun.org. <laughs> Are you trying to divert money from the battered women's shelter to yourself, Jesse? <laughs> hey, Jordan, I'm really, I am, I'm really, you know, I'm in, a, I'm in, I got to bet just paid my taxes. They were over $5,500 I had to pay. Wow. I know. It was really intense. Um, yeah, boy, I don't, I don't have anything else to say. Yeah. Fuck this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll Who be back. It? We'll be back next week. I guess on Jordan <laughs> Jesse Go.